What is up, my crazy hooligan pitch listeners? We're back. Episode 25, quarter of a century of an episode. That's a big deal for us. That feels good. Feels good. Feels good. We're, we're moving in the right direction. You literally just told me you watched the first episode again, and we've made progress, so that's great to hear. I'm glad it's not the same garbage episode over and over again <laughs> we, we found our order our our style has become organized we mm-hmm. sound good um yeah. you know for the people who are watching go go listen to our first episode and you'll know exactly <laughs> what i'm talking about um we are now like on the hour to an hour and a half mark we did have a four hour one which i did go back and kind of listen to bits and pieces Yeesh. of. that was fun though don't get me wrong like we it should was, do another four was. hour one <laughs> one of these days maybe episode like 50 will go all out again but yeah. episode 25 besides our little world cup break we've we've been consistent with our sunday episodes so good to be here yeah. again fun week for As the always. both of us kind of a roller coaster for you but, quite a week yes yeah. <laughs> yep you want to well, um, start there before we do that i just gotta mm-hmm. say you showed me a beer earlier oh, in the week correct and I had to go out and get it myself, and I think you're drinking it right now too. Oh, are but... we are we about to about to? <laughs> <laughs> yes, fruit force. I haven't tried it yet, so this is a okay. live tasting reaction. <laughs> this let me first taste. Let me know um, because I think you'll be surprised, but I still think you'll drink it and enjoy it. Okay, I mean. From what you said, this sounds like it's going to be really dangerous, but we'll see. It's like it's like the fruit punch bowl at a party. <laughs> <laughs> it yeah. smells actually really fruity for an imperial hazy, I think it is, technically. I, I think that's the word, yep. Oh, Thought. that's so dangerous. It's it like I thought juice force was pretty good of like danger but this is exactly fruit punch you're at a party like someone has the hawaiian fruit punch two liter pouring yeah. it in like yeah. it's exactly that and correct me if i'm wrong i believe this is one percent stronger than juice force i think so I, this is I, 9.5 i think the other one was 8.5 jeez i know this is well, juice we're drinking juice that's called juice beer today boys juice we're juicing <laughs> on sunday that's it that's it all right, well, cheers, okay. Clinky. Uh, let's let's get this party started. Mm-hmm. Well, well, one more sip of coffee before we go. There you go. I think yeah, we got to start. Most notable, biggest game of the season so far. For sure. Finally, the league clash between Arsenal and Man City. <sighs> where, where were you? What were you doing? Were you able to watch majority of it? Yeah, yeah. Um, I got to watch all of it. I moved my work day around a little bit to make sure I could see it all. Yeah. (laughs) Um, It was, like, generally I I just watch it in my living room and, like, sit on the couch, you know, kind of do whatever. I was standing the whole time. I could not sit and, like, (laughs) just watch. I I, I Nerves, adrenaline, just... You know, everything mm-hmm. that goes into such a big game. So, um, it was fun, though. You know, I don't often get that level of uh, excitement watching on the couch. So, 
it, it was it was nice. But um, man, what a game! I just as much as as I want the win in that game. Um, you know, I, I think first half, I think Arsenal definitely looked the better team. Um, it just, uh, I don't know, not not clinical enough in front of goal, I think. Like, they had some good opportunities and just couldn't get it in there. Um, but it was it was nice to see Arsenal just trying to play, like, going toe-to-toe with Man City, you know, not, not really playing scared or anything. Um, yep. Which I think was exciting. Um, of course, Tomiyasu has a, a little bit rough back pass, but then... That was brutal. De Bruyne, I mean, that's that's a hard shot to take on the run like that, and he nails it. So. You give credit where credit is due, and the man, the man can finish. So, yeah, um, yeah. But, but like, I, really, I, I sorry, I, I kind of think like as much as Tomiyasu was under pressure there, like Gabriel didn't really give him too much help because um, he just kind of let De Bruyne run back, which I guess you're kind of thinking like this should be a simple back pass. Like mm-hmm. I don't need to go cover, but like you do maybe want to go that extra step when you're playing a team like city. Cause you know, any mistake you make, they're taking advantage of it and capitalizing. So had Gabriel kind of tracked back a little bit more, he maybe could have met the ball at the goal line or, or something. I don't know, but um, well, well, my, yeah. my thought was, is that a chemistry thing? Cause they haven't had a ton of time playing together and, mm-hmm. And, you know, if someone else is in that position, mostly Ben White for this season, uh, does 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 Gabby play that a little differently because he, he knows how what Ben White is probably going to do? And, I mean, mm-hmm. how many games this year do you – I don't know if you have this in front of you. How many games has Tommy Ossie started? Ooh, uh, yeah, I don't have it in front of me, Just but, couple, I mean, not a lot, it's, right? it's minimal. Yeah, Ben White pretty much came into that right-back role at the start of the season. And, yeah. you know, I mean, the starting 11 has barely changed as a whole anyway, so – I think that's a chemistry thing. I, I, you know, could be. Yeah, I just don't think he thought he was going to do that, or else he probably would have played it a little differently, positioned it a little differently. Um, yeah. But that's not really what I want to bring up. I want to talk about the Ederson uh, yellow card and then the no card for the PK. Um, mm-hmm. I don't understand why the foul that led to the PK was not a yellow card. Yeah, I don't know either. Um, my only thought process on that is because he was already carded, the ref didn't feel yes, I hate that so like much. it. Like I guess it maybe goes into that like double jeopardy sort of thing, where like you can't commit a PK and get the red card unless it's like an egregious act, right? Um, but had Ederson not been carded for time wasting initially. I think you probably get a yellow there. Like I a hundred percent think you're gonna get a yellow there. <laughs> and and I've seen a lot of argument online of whether this was a soft penalty or is it should it have been called a penalty anyway. Um and I think in my eyes, which I get I'm Arsenal fan, biased, whatever, but like had Ederson run out to to close the space and just kinda like stopped and made himself big and Eddie runs into him like, okay, no foul. Like you're just playing your ground, you know, um, fairly. And, and 
he doesn't though. He comes out and like jumps into Eddie's path. So at that point, I think clear foul. No contact think, with the ball at all. No, yeah, no contact with the ball. Um, so you're not, yeah, you're not really going even to make a save necessarily. You're just getting in his way to disrupt the shot. Yep. So for me, clear penalty and probably should have been the second yellow. I mean, it's it's not anyone's fault but Ederson's that he was wasting time early in the game. Ridiculous. You know? Why would you, why would you be doing that in the thirtieth minute? Yeah, like, I, so, I mean, as much as I, I think he should have got the second yellow, I think the just the mental destruction of him pointing where he wants Sokka to, to shoot the ball, and he does. Love it. <laughs> was so worth it. Like, uh, but yeah, I probably should have been a second yellow. Somehow got away with that. I don't know. <laughs> I, I just hate that. Like, I'm not going to give him another yellow after he just got a yellow when yeah. they would have gotten a yellow if he didn't have a previous yellow. It just doesn't make any sense to me. Like, you can't bend the rules sometimes because you don't want the game to be swayed because now they're down a man or down a yeah. keeper. Like, bummer. <laughs> don't, don't mess up. I mean, up. yeah. yeah don't right? mess up. Like, I don't know. I didn't, you didn't see too many players necessarily arguing about that or, or know. you know. Arteta didn't really say anything that I saw either, so everyone was apparently on the same page that this was not a second yellow, but I think when you go back and watch that foul, it's, I mean, kind I of a pretty clear foul, right? Like, like had that been, whether it's Ederson or a defender or anyone making that foul in the box, I think penalty and a yellow card. Like, you, yep. you just jumped into his path. Like, <laughs> no attempt to really play the ball. Reckless foul, yeah. I agree. And then that was kind of the the peak for Arsenal that game. Ugh, um, yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, look, it, second half to be... Well, for, first half, City was playing this, their weird formation they've been trying with, like, Bernardo Silva at left back and, like, I don't know. Dude, Bernardo just... Silva should have got a yellow early in the game anyway, but um, <laughs> I, I so yeah, second half they came out, switched their tactics up, and as as much as like Arsenal didn't come out, I think with the same intensity as they did in the first half, um, I think they also didn't really adapt to the tactical switch City made, which is like tends to be. I think a little bit of an issue I have with Arteta is he's like a little bit inflexible um, mid-match mm-hmm. tactically. So I think the 3-1 is, is maybe a little bit generous um, considering like two of the goals really kind of came from mistakes from Arsenal players. Yeah. Um, but again, as as you know in your, your years of Liverpool battling with C- City, like you got to be basically perfect to to beat them and any mistake they're taking that and and probably scoring you know it, um it, it makes me upset that we're not having the year we've had in the past because this is a huge oh. like this year is just feels even more open now with yeah you know of course arsenal losing the city and then city dropping points today or yesterday it's just like mm-hmm. what is going on yeah so i mean i mean that's as much as like i get this is uh, you know, a, a big loss in Arsenal's title charge. A lot of people just immediately like wrote off Arsenal 
as you know title's gone city has it and you know even in my notes here that i wrote on wednesday for this game like i said that the title dream isn't over you know we just have to win the games that we're supposed to win we still have an extra game in hand like mm-hmm. anything can happen there's plenty of time left and then look forest gives us a favor and, and gives us some two points back you know <laughs> can you believe that what a what a game that was and and Oof. super sub chris wood coming in oh my gosh uh, i bet newcastle wants some of those goals but they're saying thank you very much I mean, look, as much as uh, Forrest made just a lot of weird signings and probably too many <laughs> signings, like Chris Wood's already paid off coming in in the winter. Oh, for sure. None of us has paid off coming in. Like, winter, they made some good signings. And, I mean, what, I guess jump into that game just like they did what they want to do, right? Take any points you can get off a of city, especially at home. Like, I don't know. The city was definitely off that day. They had plenty of opportunities. Holland missed, you know, a goal right in front of an open goal. Um, what do you think is going on with him? He's definitely slowed down a ton after saying he was very hungry after the world cup. And <laughs> it can't I, be fatigue. We're not going to use that excuse nah. for him. I still think it's like tactics. They just um, they don't know how to fully integrate him. I think mm-hmm. like they 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 had the De Bruyne Holland connection, which pretty much works. Well, and Foden, Foden was yeah. was doing a lot too for him, and and now we're barely seeing Foden get in. Yeah, I think they they just need to play honestly just play some more balls over the top to Holland like he's got the pace and the power to to get onto these and you know bully defenders and 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 be just a threat like he doesn't have to be a part of this intricate build up all the time um he's a big dude he's quick use him <laughs> yeah it's like it's like they're still used to just not having a striker um i i think so um which this season I'm I'm fine with like <laughs> you can figure it out this season and then maybe next season you'll just run away with the league again but yeah um I mean yeah it's 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 kind of uh weird especially how how quickly he started with the goals and we were thinking you know this is just game over for everyone else and then yeah kind of I I guess maybe other teams figured him out a little bit and you know just kind of push him into areas where he doesn't necessarily want to be and um, frustrate the, the buildup of, of their their play. And it's working. I mean... I mean, to only score one goal against Forrest, though, after scoring oh, uh, three yeah. against Arsenal, I understand Arsenal made mistakes, but that's like... you got to yeah. find ways to, to get your players more involved to finish. Um, I get oh, it, like, yeah, you should have finished yeah. one, but at the same time, you should be... In the, in the other team's box for a majority of that of any game they're in, and they don't yeah. seem to want to be. Yeah, I mean, I think they were just kind of having an off day a little bit. I mean, um, De Bruyne had seven shots, only one on target. Like, yeah, he was getting shots off. A lot of other guys had two, three shots, but you know, minimal were on target. And then now Forrest is novice in the back, so it's like you got to place some pretty good shots now. He he's gonna stop the easy ones now it's not as much as dean henderson 
was good, Novice is just a, a different level. Well, I, I was thinking about too, and and think about the players Novice has not only been on the same team with, but who who he's also like rivaled against for most of his career. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, when we go back to the the Madrid and Barcelona days, and then him at PSG, he's training against all these amazing, amazing strikers, and oh, yeah. Henderson. You know, because he kind of bounced around a little bit, hasn't had that same quality of of forwards that he either trains with or plays against. Um, yeah. So I mean, his positioning is probably already intimidating enough for for other teams to come in. I mean, he is old; he's thirty six, so it's not like he's going to be the most agile, most quick person um, on the pitch. But just having the knowledge of all those top oh, two yeah. players and seeing them for so long. That goes such a long way, and that's that's why I love yeah. goalkeepers too. It doesn't your age like it matters, but at the same time, your knowledge is way more important on oh yeah where a striker might be versus where you were positioned in the box. And I think he probably brings a little bit of um, I don't know, like intimidation or something with him, whereas like like cities played against them in the Champions League and stuff, and like so they know this guy can stop a good shot, so. They're maybe overthinking their shots a little mm-hmm. bit now. Like, I really got to place this, and that's how De Bruyne gets seven shots and only one on target. You know, it's, it's uh, yeah, a really quality signing for Forrest and probably the signing that will keep them up. <laughs> it could, on well, yeah, I mean, I at, at this point, I think they are going to stay up. I, I'd, I'd put money on it just by the way, the quality of play they're having and the confidence that's building. Mm-hmm. Um I want to just ask you this question really quick. Uh, do you think this is true, might be true, or totally ridiculous that Chelsea does not finish in the top 10 this season? Hmm. True, might be true, or totally ridiculous? Um, I'm going to say... I might know. be true. I might be true. I'm leaning towards might be true as well. <laughs> let's, let's talk about it, Chad. Oh, yeah, yeah. What are what? they doing? Who's, whose team is this? Like, <laughs> I don't know. Chelsea fans are staying real quiet right now. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, look. Southampton is like a little bit of Arsenal's bogey team, so like they can definitely pull out a win. But to do it at at home, like Chelsea's at home, and and lose to Southampton is definitely not a good look. Especially when you take into account how much money they've spent and the players they brought in. <laughs> Yeesh. Uh... They've scored two goals since. January 15th. Mm-hmm. They've won one game since January 15th, being mm-hmm. January 15th against Crystal Palace. They've uh, lost yeah. against Southampton. They lost against Dortmund in Champions League. They drew West Ham. They drew Fulham. They drew a really bad Liverpool team. Mm-hmm. Um, and now that draw, looking back, I'm like, man. Yeah, well. <laughs> Why did that happen? Uh, if we were to play them again, I think we would probably smoke them, but I think so. let's, let's keep the focus on, on Chelsea here. They have players signed until 2027 who are going to be 
in their 30s. For example, mm-hmm. Raheem Sterling, 2027, he'll be 33. Romelu Lukaku, 2027, he'll be 33. Yes, he is on the books for them until 2027. Yeesh. And then you have Mudrik, who we don't know what he's going to be. He's an unknown. Yeah. He's an un- he could be a flop. Could be. He could be a flop. He, he uh, played a, a handful of pro-level games in Ukrainian league and certainly is a, a, a potential sort of signing, but for that amount of money, I think you need, you want some return pretty quickly on that. I've seen Chelsea banter where they want Timo Werner back instead of Kyle. No. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Oof. So that that just goes to show where where their mind is truly at. Um, you know, there's talks about how Havertz is getting way too much credit because he scored the Champions League winner, and that kind of put him in a place where, like, you know, he's our guy. But in comparison, a lot of people have scored in the Champions League. Yeah, and, and, and he's not, not a guy. He's not like an out and out striker either. You know, they're he, forcing him to do that. The, they are, and. You know that's probably part of the issue of of why they're getting shots off, but they're not quality shots, or just you know get saved or go wide or, or whatever. Um, I mean, Chelsea's had this striker problem for so long. Their last striker to score, I think, over twenty goals was Diego Costa. Like, get out of here! In years, was the last one. <laughs> Yeah, I, I don't have it written down. I was looking at other stats last night for Chelsea, um, but I'm pretty sure that's what it said. That was the last one that that scored above 20 or or 20. I don't know. That's I that, that was that. a long time ago. Yeah, yeah. He's been he left for Atletico. Did that for a little bit. I th- did we went the back might, and forth? He might have went somewhere else, and then now he's at Wolves. So, yeah, I don't, I don't know. You know, your uh, your money spent to the goal return is just you need something to happen here. In the in the twenty sixteen twenty seventeen season, Diego Costa scored twenty goals. Next highest, Hazard in eighteen nineteen was sixteen. The following year, Tammy Abraham with fifteen. Um, so they've lacked. They've lacked in that department for yeah. the last couple of years. Uh, last couple, the last decade, let's be honest. Uh, True, yeah. The highest goal yeah. score for them was Drogba, and that was 13 years ago, and that was 29 goals. So, I mean, I, that's what I was going to say. Like The last like notable striker on Chelsea that I feel like performed beyond Diego Costa was Drogba. Like, that's the name you heard you know, scoring goals and was kind of the Chelsea player at that well not the chelsea player but like a notable name oh chelsea was actually performing yeah yeah yeah, Yeah. for sure um so i mean damn um i did i did see a a nice tweet though um in chelsea's last five matches over all competitions last five they've had they've had 73 shots an expected goal um of 7.9 they scored one goal um who scored it um i don't know i don't is this, is this premier league play it's just it's all all competitions so okay um but like uh, you're 
you're getting shots off. You're getting quality enough shots to get that expected goals, and to only get one goal in return from that is just there's some bad juju up top at Chelsea, and they have not been able to shake it for years now. <laughs> it was last week, actually, that goal. Um, it was Jao Felix mm. when he came back from his red card. Of course. Yes. Of course. The so guy who was out. That, a player that is not even really theirs. <laughs> I don't think they will pay for him, but who knows? They might pay the $140 million or whatever that Atletico want. <laughs> At this point, what else are they going to do? That's the thing. I think they might do it just because if he scores a handful of goals, they say, well, this was a great loan. He's performing for us. And then give him some like 13-year contract and... <laughs> Well, and then you saw the rumor of who they want to bring in this summer, right? Mm, no, I don't think I did. Neymar. Oh, wait, Neymar? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Neymar. Neymar. Apparently, they had, him and uh, their owner had lunch this past week um, discussing about the, the ZX swap. So, But, see, that as much as, as Neymar is a big name, will sell tons of kits and will probably perform decently well, it's not it, Neymar is like 31, 32, 33, somewhere in there. He'll be 32 when he gets to the club. So the amount of money you're going to spend on Neymar goes against everything you've been doing in your, your signings here, of signing these young, promising potential players on low wages but long contracts so you can you know amortize the, the fee over that and... Um, you know, we're it's the project and all this sort of stuff. Like, as much as I, I, I get, you want the balance of youth and experience and all that. But I don't know. They brought in Obama Yang, and you know he's MIA. he scored I think three goals for them and then disappeared. Like <laughs> now getting linked with MLS sides and um, ah, yeah, I don't know. I don't know where they're going. Um, I I'm gonna. Say one more thing about Chelsea, and then I think we have to talk about James Ward-Prowse because the man he deserves the credit here. Yeah. But um, so Graham Potter hmm. been at Chelsea for a little bit now. Um, he has the worst managerial start for Chelsea in thirty years. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> where'd, you so, hear, where'd you hear that one? Uh, I got it from uh, the Athletic. Did an article on. Uh, should he stay? Should he go? Sort of thing. Um, so he, he's managed 24 competitive games. There was one friendly in there, but we threw that out. Um, he's won nine, drawn seven, lost eight. He has a 38% win rate. This guy's also signed on until 2027. Is this your project manager? Like, is the. I, I get your rebuilds are, have a rough start sometime, but like. Have we seen enough to say that this is the guy? Like, Graham Potter did great things with Brighton, but that doesn't mean that that will translate into the Chelsea squad and, and their project. Like, that's a really bad start. <laughs> I believe if they bring in a superstar, no matter the age, no matter the quality, I'm talking Neymar status. Um, the links to Ronaldo that happened. If if they get a signing like that this summer, 
I think he's. I don't think Potter will stick around. I oh, sorry. I don't think Potter will be there. I think he'll want to be there, but I don't think he will mm-hmm. be there. Um, those teams with those veterans who have been around need a need a championship caliber manager to lead them. Um, I.e.s the Contes, the the Mourinho's, the guys who have mm-hmm. seen those players and been there and done that. This this team. Granted, if something happens to the city, it has Pep written all over it. It really does. Not so much from a from a, a, a tactical aspect, but just the player quality. I could mm-hmm. see Pep coming in there and totally changing this culture, and it's something their owner would totally do. He would, oh, put, yeah. he would bring out his checkbook and say, what number do you want me to write down for you to come here? And it would probably happen. Um, Potter's in deep trouble here. They play Tottenham next week. Mm-hmm. I don't think they'll win. I, <laughs> why why would they? Yeah, like I as much as uh Tottenham doesn't really impress, I think um they're probably the favorite in that game just because like I mean they're they're they won today. They're they're top 4 now and um they maybe don't start games well, but they know how to finish games and Chelsea can't score. So <laughs> Chelsea doesn't know how to start, do anything in the middle, or finish. So Chelsea's only hope is to get a win against Leeds in two weeks. And um but by that point it might be too late. It could be. I that's what I'm saying. I just don't know like like how long do you give Potter? Do you have you written this season off and just said, as long as we don't get relegated, you're here and continue on or you know if they do finish outside of the top 10 like even in Arsenal's worst seasons they were just doing you know eighth place like not great for Arsenal but not the worst you know let me ask you this question does it look like Potter will be there if they finish uh not in the top 10 because to me personally he looks miserable he looks stressed it doesn't look like he is. It doesn't look like he has the, the the body language showing that no matter what happens this year, it's going to be okay. Yeah, um, I, don't, I don't know. Like, it, I, it, it's a little bit hard to read how the squad feels right now because they do have just a lot of new players. Um, but I would think, you know, at, you as a player probably know the level of your players around you and like where you should be performing and to not be there is probably frustrating. And um, I don't know, you can only take the manager's tactics so far. And then once you feel like you're, you know, um, like putting that to work and it's still not working and then you're probably losing faith in him. And I don't know. I, I, I mean, it's a new, Chelsea owner, so it's it's not as cutthroat so far as as Abramovich was, but again, I think you spent a lot of money to finish tenth or outside of the top ten is gonna hurt. Like I would think you probably spent a lot of money anticipating you're gonna at least get Europa League money, which is not a lot. From what I understand, uh, I mean, ideally you're at, at Champions League money, which is like significant, but 
I don't know. I, it just depends how much they bought into this project and if they really think Potter's the guy to do it. Difference being, the owner also owns the Dodgers where championships mm-hmm. are coming. He made big money moves yeah. to, to secure not only playoff spots, but to secure championships every... You know, he's looking at like every four years as kind of his goal. Um, mm-hmm. Now, mind you, that could still happen with Chelsea, but the Dodgers in the last decade i don't think i've missed the playoffs and that would be like chelsea not making champions league kind of like the same if i had to compare the two that that's what i would be looking at so mm-hmm. it'll be interesting to see what they do this summer what they do honestly in the next couple of weeks because two losses yeah. in a row uh whew, man that would be wild um i mean so yeah let, let's say they they lose to tottenham yeah and then you said what leeds was next leeds is next I think that Tottenham loss hurts, but will be okay. But that Leeds loss, like Leeds is 19th right now. If they lose to Leeds. <laughs> You've lost, you will have lost to 20th place Southampton and 19th place at this t- time Leeds uh, in the span of <laughs> two-ish, three weeks. <laughs> That's not a good look. Um, I'm circling my calendar, March 4th. That's a that's a big day. Is that a Saturday? That uh, a- yeah, it is. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> Sweet. Looking forward to that one. Yeah. Well, um, let's get on to James Ward Prowse. Okay. Free can I, kick. Can, can I ask you? Can I ask you this question? True might sure. be true. Totally ridiculous. Southampton does not get relegated. Hey, 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 not get relegated. I don't think it's totally ridiculous, but I do think they get relegated. <laughs> okay. Okay. That's fair. Um, well, if, if Jane Ward's prowess keeps nailing these free kicks, so I, they, I don't know why Southampton's strategy is not to just play for free kicks. Throw this guy on as many free kicks as he can. He's making at least one a game at that point because he has m- more opportunity. <laughs> like, it just... The guy's incredible. I don't know how he does it. Why didn't England play him more? Or bring, why wasn't he in the World Cup? I don't know. I mean, his overall play, I don't think, is that much lower than, you know, your your top-level English players. Mm-hmm. Um, and he provides that free-kick threat. Like, he's now on 17 free-kick goals. That's one behind Beckham. For the record. The, for the record, yeah. The only other player in Europe above him is Messi with 26, but that's Messi. <laughs> <laughs> Don't mind that gap. <laughs> as far as you're concerned, you know, you're one behind the lead in, in, in all this. So I don't know. Like, I still kind of think he, if you can pry him away from Southampton, I think he's probably a pretty good fit at like a at Liverpool side. He's young. He's, he's got enough speed on him to replace some of the slower legs in Liverpool's midfield and provides that, that free kick threat, you know? He could be the next Jordan Henderson for Liverpool for the next yeah. four-ish years is what, I mean, what he my kinda, mind he kinda, is projecting. He kind of plays that role. Mm-hmm. So, 
I don't know, but he's been at Southampton for so long. It might just be one of those like loves the club and has no intention of of going anywhere else. Which fair enough, but but if they get relegated, I mean, yeah, that that could change things. He's not he's not gonna go down with them. I I can't imagine he would. I can't imagine. Or I don't know. Is it then now? Okay, I love this club. I've been here for so long. I got to get them back up into the Premier League. Could be. I mean, could be. I don't know that he's had offers from other clubs over the years to turn down, but I would think like someone's probably given him an offer and remains steadfast at at Southampton, just scoring free kicks at will. You know how long he's been at Southampton for? Uh, eight, ten years. Since he was eight years old. Oh my God! Well, see, that's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> this guy's like this is year twenty. This guy is Southampton's Messi, right? Like, if Messi, if Barcelona didn't mess up their finances, Messi would have still been at Barcelona. Like, mm-hmm. so if they go down, I don't know. Maybe he leaves just because, like. The money's going to be so different. Now, could, but, can, can they load him? Could they load him out for a year and try to make uh, it back? Like, I'm not sure how that works between. I, I guess divisions. right, like, because you can you can loan in you know players from Championship now and right and all that. I mean, you're just kind of maybe hurting your chances of getting back up. But um, yeah, I don't know. Where would you the not want to see him? Not want to see him. Um, probably not at, well, I'm going to say not at Tottenham, but if, if, That's what they, I was have, to say too. <laughs> like, if they have Conte, he doesn't really fit their system anyway. Yeah. Um, otherwise, like, I, I don't know. <laughs> That's kind of the only one for me, to be honest. Yeah, well, only because, like, I don't see him going to City. I don't see him going to United. Um, if he goes to Newcastle, I think that's fine-ish. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know. I kind of feel like like a, a Liverpool is kind of, like, a, a good spot for him. But, I mean, if they're going all in on Bellingham, then maybe you don't need him and he just don't score free kicks. But... <laughs> I think I think Everton could go for it. This reminds me of a, a guilty mm. Sigerson yeah, yeah. type of deal when he came out of Swansea and went there, and that was a train wreck. They probably yeah they probably should have went after Ward Prowse then. Um, yeah, it's shocking. It, it's still shocking to see Southampton because I, I mean, ever since we've been paying attention, Southampton has never been at the bottom. No, they've um, been one of those that like they stick around. Just they just know how to survive. Yeah, they were kind of. Never great, but they got the points where they needed them. And, you know, I think for the most part, pretty comfortably stayed up. But, but again, this year's relegation battle is still so tight. Like so close, even with, with Southampton getting that win, I feel like it just ended up in a bad week for them. Like Everton got the win. Bournemouth got the win. Um, and yeah, I guess that's kind of it down there, but like, you would hope at least going away to Chelsea, grabbing the win, 
you figured something out or at least like the mentality is now bumped up and and you can kind of get something going here because I mean, you got to start getting some wins or at least some draws out of these games. (laughs) I mean, imagine if Everton, if you're looking at the table, imagine if Everton Mm -hmm. and Bournemouth did not win this week. That's what I'm saying. I I think like for Southampton, they probably feel a little bit like, yeah, we won. But then like, ah, shit, like (laughs) it still didn't really help anything. (laughs) They made up a little bit of ground, though, just a little. Um Everyone's kind of sitting at 23 games, though. Top of the table is 24. So, you know, still a couple of games mm-hmm. at the top of the table that need to be decided and, and pretty crucial ones, too, especially for Liverpool and Brighton. Um, yeah. Yeah, we got to be close to getting back on track. It's got to be close. I, keep, we keep, I feel like every week we're like, we're almost there. And it's like, ah, oh, like one more week. But I, think, I don't know. I think, now you, now you... I think you got hard. like Champions League games coming in now. Yeah. Um, so, but yeah, I think, I think yeah, March sounds right of when they got everyone back on, on the same, match day. Um, goal of the week. Um, he makes my list. He makes your yeah. list. He makes I have your a list. few others. You have a few yeah. others. I had a couple few others too, but I don't know, man. That's. that's I think that's my number one at this moment. We can maybe you can maybe try to change my mind, but I don't know. Context, mm-hmm. one away from the record, beating Chelsea. Anything that's beating Chelsea right now, yeah. Just, it look especially as the last place team. That just looks good. <laughs> that looks good in my book. <laughs> uh, the downfall of Chelsea is just great. I'm here for it, <laughs> and we'll keep talking about it. That's it. All right, um, what's next on our list here? I don't know. We can jump in at uh, just bust out Arsenal's second game of the week. Let's do that because that was an exciting one. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, yeah. Um, I mean, I think regardless of the Man City result, this is always going to be one that I would go in a little bit nervous. Um Unai Emery plays a very attacking, very pressing game, um, and Villa have looked decent over the past few weeks since he's been there. Um, so it's always going to be, I think, a tough game for Arsenal to get the get the win, and then it just like starts with disaster of Ollie Watkins getting a goal like five minutes in or whatever it was. <laughs> so not a great start. Um, but this was a game of a lot of firsts for Arsenal, actually. I know. Good for them. <laughs> so, um, first goal conceded in the opening 15 minutes of the season. Not so great. First time allowing two goals in the first half of the season. Oh, not good for them. <laughs> not so great. <laughs> but we did get Zinchenko's first ever go. goal. That's what I was looking for. Um, so, that's good. I mean... Now, correct me if I'm wrong, first ever goal in the Premier League? Premier League, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, he's had 92 appearances in the Premier League, 74 shots, the one one goal. Um, he blasted. That was a sweet hit. Yeah. See, that one makes my goal of the week list, partly mm. for the first Premier League goal, but it was just a nice hit and, like, so close to the, the post, like, just snuck it in there. Mm-hmm. Um I don't know. I may be a little bit biased in that pick, but... You're a little biased. 
um, but I mean, yeah, I, I think Arsenal again started a little bit sloppy, maybe just a little bit tired. I mean, they just played on Wednesday and then they had the early Saturday game. So like, thanks for that. But you know, whatever. Um, but then second half, they came out just much more focused and, and, uh, on the attack. Like mm-hmm. they, they looked way more threatening. Um, granted, uh, Aston Villa gave two pretty big mistakes to, uh, gift Arsenal some goals. Tyrone Mings with an incredible assist to Saka for his goal. <laughs> he's been pretty bad this season. Yeah, he's kind of fallen off. Not as um, And then Jorginho almost with the banger, but we get the uh, the karma win over Emmy Martinez where it bounces off his head and goes in. That so was, That was brutal, but like... <laughs> it's rough, but like... The dude's just had it out for Arsenal since he left, and... Sometimes these things catch up with you. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> you know, hit that ball hard too. It came, yeah, like banging off the post. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, that was rather unfortunate for Via, but at the same time, it was like that's what you get. Yeah. Um. So I mean, yeah. Again, I think this is one of those where like the scoreline is a little bit more flattering than the game really was. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I mean, especially the last goal, you know. Emmy came up for the goal or the uh, corner kick, and then it's just a wide open goal at that point. And how, how badly did you want to see uh, Martinelli just get on the ground and hit it? Because I was like, that was I, I, I want to see that happen live. And oh I was gosh. like, he could do it, he could do it. Well, he, and then he just he did like a little celebration before he ran oh, in. Oh, but... I wanted the full like hands <laughs> on the ground, knock it in with your head. Uh, that would have that would have been Oof. awesome. And then second thing. Um, if you're listening, you won't be able to see this, but I want to see your best Arteta impression of the referee. <laughs> you can just, if you can just give me that real quick. It was like a. <laughs> I like it. I like it. I'm gonna side. I'm gonna side by side this okay. in the post wrap okay. of Arteta and you and the ref, and Good. we'll we'll see who did it best. I mean, that's just pure comedy, like. <laughs> It, it was, I mean, he he called it back pretty late anyway. Like, there'd been a handful of passes before he decided that the ball was still rolling, I guess. But for Arteta to just be, like, so sarcastic and, like, petty with it, it was, like, perfect. Oh, so good. He's yeah. Great. He's so fun to watch. Yeah, see that? And I don't know why people get so up at arms about, like, how he behaves on the sideline, like... Dude was a player. He still feels all those in-game emotions, I'm sure. And now he's young enough maybe, to, to still feel it too. Yeah, and like maybe maybe even more so now because in his mind, it's like this is the plan. If we do this, it'll work. And then you know, of course, it doesn't always work out so clearly. So I don't know. I'm I'm cool with managers playing off the ref like that, running up and down the side when they score. You know, getting involved as much as they can without interfering with play like we we eh. did we did forget to mention when he bumped de bruyne mm. um i don't know man i'm i'm like that was kind of that was kinda <laughs> like, not a huge fan of that um i heard they they you know hugged it out afterwards whatever yeah but, uh I, I and i also get mind games so like the people who are mad at de bruyne for pushing arteta mm-hmm. you, you can't be mad at that you can't no 
Uh, Arteta knew what he was doing. De Bruyne mm. was mad about it, and I would have probably done the same thing. Maybe, yeah. I, I, I mean, I don't know. I, I get pretty frustrated. So, like, I under, I just understand why he pushed him. So, anyone was like, he shouldn't have pushed a coach. Well, maybe Arteta shouldn't have kicked the ball when he was going down to reach it. You know, yeah. it's like, it, it can go both ways, but you can't be mad about one thing and, and not the other. No, yeah. It, like, that's, you know, definitely edging on, like, interfering with play and getting a little bit too involved. Um, but at the same time, like, you know, he was assistant coach at city for a while. So they kind of have like for a more sure. personal history. Mm-hmm. So like, I think it is a little bit more, uh, personal mind games and just also that competitiveness still like, That's why they like you see, out. yeah, you see players do that all the time where it's like, Oh, foul. But like ball is now in my arms and I walk away and like that same sort of deal. But I mean, yeah, yeah. a step maybe too far. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, end of the Villa game was exciting. Uh, yeah, just it really seemed like a classic uh, Unai Emery team performance. Mm-hmm. When he first got to Arsenal, he did like a, his first interview. And there's a uh, quote from that that has just always kind of stuck out in the uh, Arsenal fan sphere where he said uh, basically like he prefers an entertaining game and that he prefers to win games five to four than one to nil. Love it. So great from the entertainment value, but you know, as a team, not great because Villa kept pushing as, as his teams do, but then, you know, that leaves them a little bit more exposed in the back and vulnerable. Yep. That's what, yeah, that's, that's how it goes. That's what happened. But Again, it was two-two up until ninetieth. So, yeah. Uh, so, they, and they had some good looks still. Like Ramsdale had to, had to make a good save. Gabriel mm-hmm. made a pretty good last tackle. Um, you know, it, it's it was pretty wide open all game. Um, but like this, this is like kind of like that Brentford game where it's like Arsenal wasn't at their best, but they found a way to win. And like, granted, they didn't win the Brentford game, but maybe should have. Um, right other than that the the call but um you know that's just one of the games on the the road to the championship of of you know always going to be at 100% and you got to somehow find the win and and this was it so i think i think this is a really good game to follow up city's loss with um just because like the team had to to just grind in and like and and really fight until the end, and I think hopefully it'll uh, kind of inject a little a little life into the team. Like it's been looking a little tired out there, which like fair enough. It's been the same eleven guys out there almost every single game, so <laughs> I get it. Well, and they got a little bit of breathing room again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're, the they're lucky. Huge. They're lucky. You know, yeah. Man City only had the top of the table for. Three days, whatever it was. Yeah, um, yeah. And we still have the game in hand, which I think plays out to be a game, a home game against Everton. So, okay. Um, not to say it's an easy win. Clearly, Everton beat us earlier. So, <laughs> um, but I mean, yeah, you you win the games you should. You win that game in hand. You know, five points clear, which mm-hmm. That's could be could be good. I mean, you still got to go away to City play so then at that point that game maybe doesn't 
mean as much and and you can not want to lose it but be okay with a loss there but fingers crossed for a win <laughs> you never know i think i think y'all are looking pretty good um and we got gabriel jesus coming back oh that's soon early march nice that's going to be big yeah so. that'll be that'll be interesting to see him kind of rehab and get back in and and i wonder how mm. fast he'll be kind of inserted into the first team um especially with all the, the signings that came in and the, the rotations are just so different from what I, from what I'm used to. Um, just because in the beginning of the season, I was watching almost every Arsenal game and, you know, in the past month or two, I haven't been able to keep up as much with those games. Yeah. So the rotations look a little different to me on paper. Um, so yeah, it'll be, it'll be interesting to see what happens. Uh, my, my big concern is not city. It's Manchester United making a run for y'all at the top. Because they are. Will uh, they stop scoring? Well, as long as Rashford's playing. <laughs> My lord. <laughs> yeah, they're they're definitely making a good run. Um, again, it's it's one of those where like I don't necessarily think they always play the greatest, but they're getting the wins out. They're they're grinding out those wins. Um, they look pretty good today. Today they they did look pretty good. <laughs> You know, like Rashford with another two goals. <laughs> yeah, man. Sheesh. What is Ronaldo thinking right now? Ugh. I mean, I getting paid a lot of money, I guess. That's true. He's wiping his tears with his billion-dollar bills. Oh, my God. I'm so sad. But, man, now we're seeing the likes of Sancho come alive. I'm telling you, dude, Ronaldo was some weird locker room I don't want to call him cancer, but I you could quote me on this year well when he went there that it's never good to have that type of superstar with a young team. It makes yeah. everyone kind of like just on edge. And this team is superior now than they ever were in the second era of Ronaldo on this team. Definitely. Yeah. I, I, so much better from what they've had in the past. Um that could be because Maguire is not playing as much. De Gea looks reborn. Do you think, yeah. do you think Spain is going, oh, maybe we should email him again and see if he wants to come back and play Wait, for us? Wait, like, did you retire? Or? <laughs> yeah, did you retire? <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's looked great. He's, he made some great saves uh, today. He looks, um, he looks great. He looks like a great keeper. Some great saves midweek against Barcelona in their Europa League game. Um, yeah, they, they're definitely the team in form, I think, right now. More so than Arsenal and City, definitely. Um, Rashford's just on another level right now, and it's, crazy it's, it's all clicking. It's yeah. crazy. Um, great great for me in the fantasy league though you are making a run right now and and (laughs) i had a double take at the scoreboard today when i saw i only had 29 points this weekend and everyone else had like 60 or whatever and i was just like no way yeah 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 you know so that doesn't feel awesome yeah rashford scored six goals in his last five uh seven in the last eight he's on a tear yeah I, I, i don't know what slows them down right now? Um, Fernandez, Bruno, it made an absurd assist today that just looked effortless. 
Yeah. Um, outside of the boot, shank pass down the middle. Easy goal. It's like, oh, my God. Like, that, to me right now, that is the best team in the Premier League. Um, it, it, yeah. They're fun to watch, too. That's that's what's kind of crazy is, like, I, I hate Manchester United, but damn, are they fun to watch right now. And, <laughs> and correct me if I'm wrong, I think their last loss was against Arsenal. Um. Yeah, I think so. That was. That I think. Right. I think that's their last loss in the last X amount of days, months, uh, mm-hmm. at least at least a month. Um, so yeah, you know, I can't wait for for uh, you know just the end of the season to see where they end up because now I think they'll give Arsenal a little run for their money. They won't get to play them again, right? They've already they've already had the no, yeah, match, which so whew, that's yeah. probably for the best. Like it, I, I, I don't yeah. know there. But I mean, yeah, they're on uh, forty-nine points. City's right above them at fifty-two. Arsenal at fifty-four. Mm-hmm. So like, they're definitely in the the title race. Which at the beginning of the season, I think we didn't really predict. Like, they started pretty rough. <laughs> Lost what was it like three, four nil to Brentford? Like, <laughs> we were we were discussing Ten Hag getting fired. Um, yeah. So he was in the the the. David Moyes, Brendan Rogers <laughs> conversation, and it ended up being Lampard and uh, and Jesse Marsh, <laughs> yeah. which were in our conversations too, but we didn't we didn't really see those coming. So um, yeah, at least at least in the first couple of weeks of play. So yeah, they they look dangerous. They own today, no problem. Um, especially off a team that just beat Tottenham. So it's like in Leicester. So mm-hmm. if if we look at who's beaten who in the last week it's very confusing yeah <laughs> you have top teams or bottom teams beating top teams and then top teams beating the teams that just lost to these bottom teams and it's all <laughs> we're like going full circle here and I, I i don't know how to make a power ranking yeah i i mean i guess that's 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 the premier league baby it's it's hard to get a win wherever you go <laughs> Yeah, but I mean, I think definitely United, probably the most informed team. Yeah. Um, I guess maybe like maybe City behind that, maybe like Liverpool in there. At Small like, sample size. I was going to say Liverpool. Well, yeah, but two or three. I mean, just from the past two performances. Liverpool's looking better. All right, let's I mean, segue because we don't need to talk about Man United anymore. Yeah, get in there. Who's the only team to beat Castle twice this year? <laughs> I can't believe Us. you got Newcastle's number so hard. Two times. <laughs> You're in Pope's head. The guy Dude. can't stand to play you. What was that? <laughs> what was he thinking? That that might be – this has been a year of very bizarre events. That is probably the strangest one. He, yeah. he like went to head slide head first into the ball, ate he some just, grass, and then like whacked it with his hand. I think he just <laughs> it must have been like he's trying to track the ball but has like Sala in his peripheral and just completely misjudged the path of the ball because I mean why are you diving for a header at that point? Like you should maybe just swing a boot at it and and hope it doesn't bounce off Sala and, you know, he's in, but definitely not that. <laughs> I think he watched some Neuer highlights the last week. I said, like, oh, dude, I could do that. No problem. Then he went to go do it and said, this is a lot harder than it looks. 
<laughs> his timing was just so terrible. The ball wasn't like in the air. It was on the ground. And he like, I don't, that's, that's what I wanted Martinelli to do at the end of the game. <laughs> and he did it in the middle of the field. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, but on a brighter note, Gakpo's coming alive. Nunez, the confidence. Do you, I don't know if you saw the highlight at the end of the game when when the crowd was chanting his name. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. um, I got goosebumps just thinking about that. Now. It's just like finally, <laughs> finally, we don't hate him. Yeah. Um, and I'm not surprised. It was gonna take time. Like, oh, for sure. Come on. Like, what do we expect this dude to just come here? He doesn't even know English, and he's coming in here and having to like learn a language, learn a system. Klopp's probably yelling at him, and he's like turning around, going. <laughs> He's yelling at me? <laughs> like, yeah. He doesn't know. Um, so things are clicking. And the best part of it, Salah doesn't have to do that much right now. Yeah, I think that's a, that's a big benefit. Because, like, midfield, I think, is still a little bit shaky. It is. Um, but we're a counterattacking but, team. Yeah, so now, but now it doesn't, like, like you just said, everything doesn't have to go through Salah. You can... Thank the Lord. It never has. Of, yeah, yeah. So like now with with Gakpo kind of coming into it, Nunez at least getting shots on target now. Like um, there's more threats up top, so it's it's harder to defend against that counterattack. But I mean, Allison's kicks when he sees Salah running are just so good. Like, it freaked Pope out. Yeah, freaked him I think, out. I think caught him off guard, and then he didn't know what to do. He was in no man's land, and awesome. Lost, lost it a little bit, but um, I mean, yeah, for for Liverpool to be the one team to to hand Newcastle their only two losses on the season is pretty wild. Now, granted, <laughs> the first one was a little, uh, you know, we could talk about yeah. it. a win's a win. That's that's yeah. end of story. Um, mm-hmm. The more I look at our schedule, the more I'm thinking top four potential. I I think. This win, I think, was um, a really big step towards that. Like, it's only three points, but like, it felt like a little bit more than three points. I just look at the teams in front of us. Mm-hmm. Brighton, they're Brighton. Yeah, they look good sometimes. The last two games, they haven't looked like much. Fulham, mm-hmm. despite having two wins in the last two games. They're not a team I'm scared to go against. No way. Yep. No way. Um, Newcastle did it. Accomplished. Oh, yeah. And then you got Tottenham, who just got thumped by Leicester. So it's like, <laughs> those are the teams in front of us. Like, I'm, yeah. I am perfectly okay believing we can move ahead of all those teams. Um, I, I think you have a good shot. Like, Newcastle... I mean, as as we've seen, they they can't win games. They they just draw games more than anything else. So it's like one point here or there isn't going to do it. If if Liverpool can continue this winning run, you're going to catch up to them real quick. Like, they I, I got to say though, Saint Maximum and Isaac being back is a little more threatening. Yeah. Um, definitely. But again, we got we got Big Verge back there, yeah. And uh, you know, after the highlight I sent you last week, seeing a different perspective of him, the dude's a monster. 
he is a six yeah. foot five literal wall that I am slow. Like it's so hard to tell how big people are on TV, especially mm-hmm. from the camera angle, no matter the sport. But oh man, he's so big, and I like I could I just understand the more I watch games the more I understand why players hold up so much when they're running at him and they see him coming at them. Oh yeah. Cause he'll, he'll crunch your bones. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, he, he's, he had been a big miss uh, when he was out injured and like to have him back. Sure. I think, you know, as much as he needs to get back up to like full match fitness and all that. Um, I think just, the help with the mentality that it'll bring to the whole team helps because they know they got they got their big dude in the back to hold down the back line and you know probably spreads a lot of confidence throughout the team just knowing he's there um so yeah i mean it it's it's setting up for a, a pretty good run in i think for liverpool and just got to keep it keep winning i <laughs> It's just it's just been a roller coaster, man. You go back two weeks and I'm like <laughs> I know. <laughs> almost almost crying. Almost. I didn't. But I wanted to. And now I'm like, oh top four, easy, let's get it. Yeah. It, yeah, it makes no sense. Um but I just I look ahead at our schedule and I'm like is it premature for me to be like check mark on these games? But not really. Palace, like in this form, should beat them. The Wolves mm-hmm. Granted, we just lost them 3-0 a couple of weeks ago. In this form, we should beat them. Um, yeah. Man United's that third game, though. That's a little... That's that's going to be but, a scary one. And, and it, But those, like, big derby rivalry games, like, form just kind of goes out the window. They play to their competition. And with these yeah. last two games... Yeah, mostly the last two games... Um, we've been playing to our competition or I'm sorry, we have not been playing to our competition. We're playing a step above them. Yeah. Um, looking back at that Brighton game, I, I hope that game doesn't bite us in the butt uh, because really like we should have beat them, but Matoma is, was on a next level heater. So yeah. what, what are you going to do? Um, and then we have uh, we have city April fool's day. And that's, okay. that, I think that by that day, I, We'll know how we're going to end the season. Like, yeah, because right now it's still up in the air. I mean, we still got to sure. we got to beat the teams we're supposed to beat. Mm-hmm. But at least we got momentum. I feel like we have not had momentum in a long time. Uh, yeah, I'd agree. It's felt very like not even like stop and start. Just like there was just nothing. There was like little glimmers of you know, yeah, Nunez getting into really good positions, but just couldn't put a ball on target. And oh, then, the memes, so many memes. Yeah, like. You have Sala maybe not scoring as much this year, but he's creating chances that just weren't getting finished. And then Gakpo comes in and like he's a promising young player. But it's just like as much as you had all these like good little tidbits, I think a lot of the injuries came into it and just kinda mm-hmm. stifled any any real momentum and uh, I think now that your your front line is at least working Midfields is working, but maybe still a little bit shaky. Defense, I think, is a little bit more solidified now with with Virgil back. I mean, everything's lining up for for a good run here. So when when Gakpo scored and everyone went to celebrate with him, it 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 showed me how big he actually is. 
Yeah, um, he's like six something, right? He's six four. Yeah. So big dude. For as for as fast and kind of agile as he is, and being that big, Liverpool have not had a big striking force. Um, no. Even even if we go back to like Benteke, I, I think prior to that it was Andy Carroll, which Gakpo <laughs> is way 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 better than Carroll. Oh my um, gosh, yeah. And so, like, just to have someone kind of big in the middle is just so new to this team, which I, I'm excited to see. And I want to say Nunez is actually. Um, Fairly tall as well. Uh, is he? Huh. Yeah, he's six two. Oh so, wow! So <laughs> we have this like length now, which is just so new. Mm-hmm. Um, and I finally feel like we're we're figuring out how to use it appropriately. So, bravo, lads! Let's keep it going. <laughs> Let's just keep it going. Um, yeah, we'll go from there. Yeah. Well, um, should we? jump over to the rivals Everton. Yeah, sure. I I don't know. They're they're a weird team, dude. They're a weird team. Uh Leeds though might be a weirder team. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think they're getting relegated. Like look, they just they they looked so slow, I guess as far as like Leeds performances go this this season, like I don't know. Both sides, I didn't feel like were great, but um, Leeds just didn't look as energetic as as they normally do, and you know that kind of uh, probably played into Everton a little bit more. Um, well, Everton's hungry. They got a new coach. They got something to prove. They want to. They want to. That's it. I'll yeah. say they want to like impress him, but they also don't. I feel like they don't want to let him down. Um, yeah, that being Sean, I mean, Sean Dyche. So he he seems like a you know pretty um, not intimidating, but like a, that's a good. I don't know. I I'd use that word. I guess yeah. Like like not a manager you want to disappoint, and um, he's not one you want to yeah. piss off. Yeah, like he just he seems like he's he's got that. Like he himself has that that fight and competitive like anger in him to just like kind of get you to do what he wants and whether you like it or not you're going to do it (laughs) if Everton go on a heater this year for the rest of the season I hope they're the next all or nothing team and we can like kind of fast forward through the Lampard like lows and then we get to him and then he's just like you're fucking going to do it for them and you're like the crowd is just going crazy like that's what I want I want that so bad um because I mean, we've had we've had the City, we have the Tottenham, we have Arsenal, with, like all really good teams. But I want to see a team that's like struggling, and then they yeah. they have this surge of energy come in. I wish All or Nothing did every team and was like, which one has the best storyline of the year? In a perfect world, that's what I want. And this year, I think Brighton would be the most fun to Oof. see because yeah. after Potter leaves, they're like, oh no, and then they come in there and still keep owning the place, but. Let's get back to Everton and Leeds. Um, true might be true. Totally ridiculous. Leeds is going to get relegated. Oh. I said true. I, yeah, I'm kind of leaning towards that. Like, Sorry, Zach. They, uh, they just can't really get anything going. And, and the times that they do look better, it's always been the same thing of like get down to the opponent's box and then got no ideas and Panic. just 
Yeah, and then you know now you're running backwards, and I don't know. They do a lot of running, but it, it doesn't seem to be like running for a purpose at the moment. Um, yeah, I could see them going down. <laughs> Sorry, Zach, that's a rough one to take, but it's the way it goes. <laughs> it happens to the best of us. Yeah, it sure does. I'm sure at some point. Probably not in my lifetime. <laughs> <laughs> but at some point, maybe Liverpool will go down to. Well, look. 100, 200 you're, years. You're having a rough year, so you're, like, you're basically feeling yeah. it right now. Right? I was relegated two weeks ago. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, okay. Um, did you watch any of the Brighton-Fulham game? Uh, I caught the highlights. Uh, again, not impressed by either squad. Fulham is... It's hard to call them garbage when they're a top six team. Yeah. Fulham's top six. But what do they have that is spectacular? I I got nothing. I got nothing. Honestly, it looked like they defended for their lives and Brighton just could not get like a, a... quality shot off like they had quality shots off target yeah yeah yeah. um (laughs) but i mean yeah so that's kind of the only thing i have to say there is that their defense stood strong um leno had seven saves like he was doing work back there but i mean yeah from from the i think run of play you probably would have seen brighton as the winner there and just couldn't get it over the line, so there you go. Again, just two teams not really knowing what to do at the end of the game. Yeah. Um, and then finally, someone did break through, but it just was like probably because of, of of being fatigued near the end, where they got you know their break and they found a hole. Which, granted, awesome. That's what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to find these these yeah. uh, slip ups from the other team, but again, not a game. I was like with Fulham right now, I've wanted them to come out swinging and they just haven't. No, they look uh, like, I feel like the start of the season, they did. They, they came had some, playing. they had a chip on their shoulder. It was like, we're going to prove to people we deserve yeah. it. Now they're here and they're like, mm, I don't think we ought to do anymore. Which no, is like, yeah, what? They... where's the, where's the drive? <laughs> like what happened? <laughs> they're coming out. So just like, I guess I don't know, slow and 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 boring and just kind of just moving through the motion. They're I like guess. content like, that they're in sixth right now. Yeah, which when I think. I mean that that that's a great spot for them for to be honest. Sure, but it, like it is, but at the same time, the way they were playing at the beginning of the season, you're going, holy shit! Like this could be a top four team. Like honestly, yeah. they were playing well, really good. I mean, look at they're at 38 points. Newcastle's at 41. Like, how do you? put some effort in in these these other games you lost like you could be up there in top four you know at least that's fifth. crazy they do not look like a top four team too that, that's what's all. wild this this yeah. is such a crazy weird bizarre season of teams that they are, really is. are performing great and then performing like shit a week later yeah. it's wild yeah it's a it's a rough uh i don't know hard hard to get any real consistency going like 
mean, Arsenal was doing really well and then hit this little rough patch, but hopefully we'll bounce back now. I mean, like we said, United's been pretty consistent now, but started pretty rough. <laughs> I know. Everyone's on its roller coaster ride. Yeah. And then you got the Wolves um, losing to Bournemouth after beating sheesh. Liverpool just two weeks ago, three nothing. So it's like, what? They, you just you just want to score against us? <laughs> <laughs> That's got to be one of those of like, you know, you're playing Liverpool, and like, granted, Liverpool is not in their their best form, but you're kind of playing up to their level, and then you say, oh yeah, Bournemouth, this will be easy win, and then you just like play way down to their level, and then Bournemouth takes their one of, I think, like, four or five shots, gets it on target, and there you go. <laughs> like, game's over, and, and you just lost to Bournemouth for... Yeah, the, the no Wolves had, had a majority of that game in their possession, I believe. Yeah, they, I think they were pretty dominant. Like, they, they looked like they were kind of controlling the game for the most part, but... Um, Heat I mean, 8, 826 to 504. Yeah, so I mean, almost half ha- half the game. Yeah, like like how are you controlling so much, but just can't get a goal? Like credit to to Neto in the in the back there, like making all the saves. But yeah, he's been kind of he's been in form. Yeah. So. Wow. Do what you can, I guess. Wolverhampton but... had a lot of shots. Yeah. Fifteen. <laughs> like, yeah. Jeez. See, that's. You got to get a goal out of that. You can't just. Well, they don't keep... have anyone to finish. Like, no. Yeah. Oh, there, yeah. That's a that's a shocking one too. Um, <laughs> yeah, Neto, bravo! Four saves, three claims, two punches, clean sheet, three clearances. Man, nice performance. <laughs> yeah, that could that could be player of the week if it weren't for someone else on my list. <laughs> it could, but it but it ain't. Could. Um are there any other games we need to talk about? The uh the last one. Tottenham versus West Ham. Oh yeah. I don't know. West Ham's bad. They're not good. Tottenham's this, Tottenham's not good either. This, this match, like I had it on this morning as a neutral, it was just so boring. <laughs> Like no team was like came out with any real intensity. Um, Would you think they both should? Like not only is it a a London derby, but Tottenham's fighting for top four. West Ham's fighting to get out of the relegation zone. Like you should both be coming in, you know, fire in your belly, just like Mm -hmm. gotta go out get the win. And like they didn't. Uh, Both sides just looked so flat and. Just boring. Now, <laughs> it must be frustrating to be a fan of either one. <laughs> yeah, for for multiple reasons. Uh, I went through so many highlights today. Was this the game where the controversial handball came in? Oh yeah, yeah. They we, probably should have had a penalty. They probably should have had a penalty. That was pretty bad. Do you remember who did that? Who who fell on that ball? Uh, I think it was Caraher or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that that sounds right. Um. VAR isn't real, right? <laughs> um, you know, I think VAR is as real as uh, just for, like, offside calls. Like, that seems to be the only thing they do. So, 
They what are they claiming? I, see, I don't know what they claim, so I didn't watch it live. But yeah. did, did you see that in the moment when it was live? Um, no, I didn't catch it live. Um, I was making breakfast and stuff, but don't blame you. From like from from what I see, my thinking is that Var sees him like kind of falling down, so that he's like his hand is going out to support his fall, which. If it's planted, I think you can play that as like he's just supporting this fall, so like it's you know we can't call it, but like it's not planted. He's just kind of falling and like kind of puts his arm out. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. Slow. So, so they always say slow motion makes everything look worse. Mm-hmm. That play in real time and in slow motion was like he why he should not have had his hand where it was. No, just like yeah, simple yeah. as that. And then, did they look at it? I don't know. I mean, as far I as would, I could tell, they didn't even like. I want to see though. So, it looked, like, looked like they didn't. From as far as I could tell, it looked like yeah. they said, eh. <laughs> <laughs> like, "Yeah, I don't know. We got yeah, maybe Sunday they." took the day off <laughs> dude it's such a joke it just makes no sense yeah. um and i i can't vent to my soccer coach at work anymore so i mm-hmm. i'm hope we're, we're supposed to be hiring a new soccer coach soon so i'm hoping okay he's familiar with uh epl and everything and so i can yeah. be like what did you think of this because that was my favorite thing to do is when something controversial happened to oh, jump yeah. into his like, hey did you see this what do you think he goes bullshit and i was like all right cool like we're on the same page um <laughs> So yeah, that was that was interesting. Uh, as far as VAR went for this weekend, did you catch anything controversial? Um, I really yeah, I I didn't too much. Either. Like I think, I mean, as much as like it's out of their control to like play it safe, um, I think they did pretty good about not overanalyzing situations and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, Granted, the handball, I think, is a huge miss. Yeah, that was but, easily the worst thing I saw. Um, yeah, yeah, definitely um, definitely the worst one. The only other one I had was in the Man U game. Um, Sabitzer has this like really high challenge on one of the Leicester defenders. He comes in, like, kind of studs up on the dude's knee. Hmm. And... I don't think it was checked at all. Okay. Um, so maybe should have probably, I think should have been a red, but I'll have to look at that one. I don't know if I saw that one. Yeah. I mean, it's it not necessarily late, but just a high challenge. Um, so I don't know. VAR, I guess is, I'm not even going to say they get a pass this week. Cause like the handball should have been an easy call, but I don't know, maybe moving in the right direction. They, they parted ways with Lee Mason, so <laughs> yeah, mutual, but, uh, mutual separation. Mutual. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I wonder how that conversation went down. <laughs> yeah, you need to leave. You said, "I guess I do." I'm glad we agree. <laughs> yeah, it's mutual. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right, Chad. Nomination time. Nomination time. Um, let's start with. Let's start with team. Team. Um, honestly, I think there's only one answer here. <laughs> Who's it going to be? Um, for 
the uh, I guess mainly the context of it. I'm I'm going Southampton here. Fuck fucking context. <laughs> You're not going to take the team that has only beat has only lost to one team this season. <laughs> I Newcastle mean, has only lost to Chad. Think about this. Yeah, they've only lost to one team, and it's been the same team twice. I get it, but you're not in twentieth playing a, a historically top. Stick no, Chad, six we're not in twentieth. We're almost in tenth, and we beat a top four team. <laughs> it's fair. It's fair. Um, man, I could go either way. On that. I, I, I understand where you're coming from. You got a team in twentieth who just is going against a team who just spent. Five hundred yeah. million dollars. I understand the context of that, but <laughs> um, how do we do this? I feel like we don't we don't disagree often, but I'm so glad it happens. It's been happening more frequently in the past couple weeks, and yeah. I, I might die on this hill for this one. Um. Okay, I, I I I can give you. Look, Southampton's gonna win. Well, maybe win. We might disagree on this one too. All right, how about that? We'll we'll leave this one. We'll come back. We'll come back. <laughs> no, no, no. no. You, we're, we're finishing uh, it. We're gonna finish yeah. it. Yeah. Okay. I I think I'm. I I can take Liverpool as team of the week. Um. Because they, kind of looks like Liverpool of old. And as you said, are the only team to give Newcastle their two losses this season. Um, and chatted. They beat Chelsea. Has Chelsea done anything spectacular these last couple of weeks? Yeah, but it's just funny. <laughs> <laughs> Clip it. We're clipping this to Jordan. It's just funny. So we'll take Liverpool as team of the week. Let's with go. Southampton as the like comedic honorable mention for sure for sure <laughs> um if southampton wins another one then we got we got something to talk about then we got something to talk about yeah but beating chelsea after chelsea hasn't won a game in over a month i get it they beat chelsea anyone who beats chelsea right now let's stick it to them yeah but hey we just beat newcastle they haven't lost to anyone but us until someone yeah. if newcastle had lost to someone else i'd feel a little different but they don't Fair. lose they don't lose mm-hmm um, player of the week. I am going to go. This was inevitable. I was waiting for the right moment to do it. I think it's Marcus Rashford. Yeah. Um, I had a few others on the list, but yeah. after after today's game, I mean, two goals, three shots on target. I think he had a couple dribbles in there too. Dude's um, on fire. He's in in great form, and if he's on the pitch, it looks like United is scoring. You know. Um, if he gets a hat my, trick next week, he'll get it again, I think. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. But now his brace is what he needs to beat. Yeah. Um, yeah, the only other mentions I had was, I mean, for Wednesday's game, De Bruyne with a goal and an assist in a big game. Um, otherwise, Leno with the seven saves and the clean sheet. But, I mean, Rashford's just, he's been consistent for a good while now and I've been sitting on it. I've been waiting yeah. for the right moment to say him. Like he's had he's had good performances, but it it was just, you know, a a one goal with like one shot on target sort of deal, like just what you're supposed to do as he's a striker. A, he's been a play he's been Manchester United's best player. 
And now yeah. I think this week he finally claimed best player of the Premier League. Um, yeah. For the last what since the restart, he's easily yeah. he's easily the best player in the Premier League since the restart. Can we agree yeah, on that? He, he's looked great and mm. um, yeah, fully deserves player of the week. Okay, goal. Goal. Well, you know, Zinchenko's goal is up there for me. Mm-hmm. Um, James Ward-Prowse, lovely free kick. Bernardo Silva had a nice little banger. Can I give, uh, can I give flowers to uh, a non-Premier League player? Yeah. Uh, Eddie Yemi out of Dortmund. Oh. This week, his last two Ooh. goals. Would you see his one today? Oh, no. Oh, my... Can you can you look it up right now? As I describe his last goal, this man just got a speeding ticket against Chelsea, um, costing almost five hundred million dollars. Do not be surprised when they put in a bid for him. But today, Marco Royce had a fantastic dribble down the middle for Dortmund and mm. found him. I don't know how I, I need I need like a GoPro on Royce to see how he found him. And then this dude had the loveliest finishing three sixty turn. Outside the foot finish. Um, he claims he only eats uh, fufu, which is a Nigerian food. And that's what makes him so fast. Reporter this la- last week asked him, how do I get fast like you? He goes, only eat African food. So if you want to be enough. fast like him, get on that Nigerian diet. Because my Lord, is he fun to watch. Man, um, I don't know. everything's popping up as a, the goal against Chelsea right now. So I'll have to find it later. But uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, holy moly, it just, the, that one against Chelsea, he's already, like, what I thought was in, like, a full sprint, and then just finds a whole nother gear and just blows past him, and, like, awesome. what? <laughs> I, showed, I showed Kristen that goal, I was like, watch this, she was like, how did he do that? I was like, fast. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, that's that's just incredible. Um, yeah, you know, I, I'm sure... As is the Dortmund way, he'll he'll yeah. go for quite a lot of money to someone here soon. But man, um, yeah, I don't know. Goal of the week, though. I don't know. I don't know. You, you got. I know you got James Ward Prowse there, but who else are you thinking? Is there anyone else you're thinking? Uh, Nunez for finally putting one in the back of the net, but that. That's not my. That's just because I'm happy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, it's, it's James Ward Prowse, mostly because he's right on the cusp of breaking the record. Um, I, I I can't use the context argument here because why? Well, yes, I can. Because no, South Hampton was my watch the goal. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Yeah. Anywho. Uh... <laughs> Isn't it great? The dude's, the dude's amazing oh, already. Yeah, um, I'll be I'll be paying attention to him a lot in these next couple of weeks. Um, yeah, James Ward Prowse is there. I, I I'm happy to give it to Zinchenko too. First goal of Premier League, awesome banger in the corner. Mm. Um, I'm gonna leave the ball in your court here because you gave me not by force, <laughs> but you gave me the Liverpool pick. We agreed on Rashford. Um, you'll have to. You don't have to debate me on why Zinchenko should get it because I, you know, I, I get it. But do you think the free kick goal is better than just put, um, go neutral? No teams yeah. matter. 
yeah, con- I, I always say context. Context to me does matter. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, like, I think both have pretty good context they do. in them. Like, they do. His, his, Zinchenko's was the, the leveler, right? Yeah, it, it kept Arsenal in the game. Right. Um, I mean, James Ward-Prowse scores the winner on a nice free kick. Um, man. you got i think i'm i think i'm kind of leaning james ward prowse um i mean you go away to chelsea still have like the confidence and uh concentration to to score a a lovely free kick goal Mm -hmm. like that and it being the winner um yeah, like part of me wanted to wait until he breaks Beckham's record or at least ties his record, but like that could be a rebound play. goal, you know? You, you don't yeah. know. Oh, I guess you know what? it's going to be it's going to be a free kick, I guess. Yeah. Um might have to double up. We'll see. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It also might I not happen this year. Like it, you don't it know. Could not, you yeah. don't know. So, uh yeah, I think James Ward Prowse goal of the week, Zinchenko with a close second, but Let's uh, go. Yeah, we got some diversity this week. Yeah, yeah, we had a couple weeks there of like. Yeah, it was hard one, not to. One team just kind of dominating. It was but. hard not to. Um, sweet Liverpool team, Rashford player, James Ward Prowse goal. Love it. I love that we got this segment going. Uh, it's been fun making those graphics too and having people check them out. <laughs> the anal- I'll show you the analytics behind them too of of how many people are clicking. Um, we did get flagged on on YouTube for posting our last goal with William because they used English commentary. So I'll try to find the French version again. Uh, Um, And yeah, we'll go from there. Noish. Got anything else, Chad? No, I don't think so. Um, I'm glad that week is over. It was like a roller coaster, like you said. (laughs) Fun, fun roller coaster. But I'd like a little break. Just let's just keep our teams winning and doing normal things. Uh, we don't have a game. We don't have a game until Friday. Fulham Wolves. Oof. We don't got to say much about that right now. We'll talk about it once it happens. Yeah. Um, and then just a busy weekend. Lots of Saturday games. And uh, Chelsea Tottenham was the only game on Sunday. So. Oh, okay. Eyes on that one. Nice and yeah. early. 5.30 for you. 7.30 for me. Other than that, this is episode 25, quarter of a century. Uh, it's been a pleasure doing this time with you 25 in let's do another 975 how about that that sounds pretty good I like that that sounds good (laughs) with that everyone have a great week and the hooligans are out peace peace